three, two, one. Robotics, Robotics assemble. Oh Amazing. Goodness. That was beautiful. <laughs> I've we've never done it better. Okay. okay. Hello and welcome to Robotics Assemble. I'm your host, Nikhil, and today coming to us in 1080p, we have with us an FTC team. Team 18225 high definition. Yay. Oh, Yay. So so let's get everyone introduced real fast. So I just say your name and then answer the question of what is your favorite vegetable and why? Eric, do you want to start? Oh, okay, and your sure. role in the team, I guess. Okay, yes. Um, hi, my name is Eric. I am one of the co-captains of High Definition, and I mostly am in charge of all of the robotic, like the robot part of the thing, um, the team. And then my favorite vegetable has to be the carrot because of this very enticing advertisement that I have seen in the past from the class. All right. Okay, I can go next. Okay, my name is Emma. I'm the other co-captain on our team, and I'm mainly in charge of the business and outreach part of stuff. And my favorite vegetable is the Napa cabbage because it's very versatile, and you can eat, eat it in a lot of dishes. And it's also, you know, very important to Chinese culture. <laughs> well, not really. Well, kind of. So, yeah. All right. My name's Isha. I work on CAD and also a little bit of outreach. And my favorite vegetable is probably cucumber because they taste good. Yeah, so my name is Julia. I also typically work on outreach. And my favorite vegetable is also cucumber because they taste good. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. So when uh, before we get started, uh, my favorite vegetable is also the carrot uh, because, you know, I don't know if it actually makes your eyes better, but I was told that as a child. And um, I'd say I have decent eyes. So, yeah, that, that is why. So starting out with our first question, let's just kind of recap what FTC is. I'm pretty sure most people that are listening or watching know what FTC is, but let's just, you know, kind of recap it. So so what is it? What is FTC? What does it stand for? And then what do you guys do? Yeah, so FTC is First Tech Challenge, and it's intended for students from 7th to 12th grade, and it's kind of the program in between FL and FRC, and in my opinion, it's the best program because it's like it's like a really small, smaller, tight-knit teams, and so everyone has more of a chance to like learn and participate, and you get like components from like FL and FRC kind of, and it's just a really nice way to learn like robot programming, Mac, CAD, and like business outreach, and then other soft skills as well. Yeah, to kind of expand on that a little bit, like FTC and FRC are kind of meant to run parallel with each other as both programs you're going to participate within high school, right? I think both of them offer a lot of very interesting and unique learning experiences with FTC specifically, like Emma mentioned. Our teams are a lot smaller. We like max out at 15 members. Our robots a little bit more small scale since our size restrictions like 18 by 18 by 18 inches. But like in the same way, we have to like solve new challenges by having a smaller team having to design into a smaller form factor and stuff like that right and overall i think it really embodies the overall like first message and that they want to convey through all their programs right we are here to learn we're here to learn stem learn to be good people and then become successful people in the future nice anything else you guys want to add on to that all right so what was the game this year guys so what did you have to do for the game <laughs> Um, the game this year was Fright Frenzy, and there's uh, like a, I guess, square tile 
inside at the edges of the field where they have different cubes and different spheres, they're called freight. And you have to pick them up and score them on one of two hubs. One of them is called the Align Shipping Hub where there's three different levels, kind of like a fountain. And the higher, if you score on a higher level, you get more points. The other one is a shared shipping hub and it's located in the middle of the field. It's for both alliances. So both the red and the blue can score on it. And the goal is to try to tip it towards your side by putting more freight. Okay. So that's pretty nice. So there's a lot of different game elements. But one game element that like struck me when I looked at it was the ducks. So I, I don't understand what the abuse of ducks has to do with shipping containers. Uh, so is that is that part of the game as well? It is a part of the game. Yeah, it's okay. just another shipping element thing. Okay, okay. But it's like just... I feel it's really thrown in there, if I'm really honest. Um, two years ago, FTC had a challenge called Grover Ruckus. Right. This challenge is pretty similar to that, I would say, except there's ducks in it, and then some other like different like rules and how you can score, right? But like the ducks feel kind of just forced and thrown in there. It's right. not really like coherent with the rest of the game, right? Like you should mention, we're really delivering stuff onto these hubs, and then for the last thirty seconds, oh, you can go spin ducks off of this random plate thing, right? It's just like thrown in there wildly but like i mean i guess that's what the game is this year right so like it yeah she's a lot of points in endgame with spinning ducks you know what i'm just saying spinning ducks is very satisfying when i saw you guys as robot but anyway so there's a big game i guess it's not it's is it like how complicated is this game compared to like previous years and stuff is it more complicated less I would say it's slightly more complicated because if I'm thinking like a couple years ago, there would be like one scoring element. And now there, I mean, there's technically still like one scoring element, but there's like so many different types and there's like different weights as well and different ways to score. And I think it's a lot more like multifaceted. So like I think how, a, oh yeah, go ahead. no, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. I think that's a fair point in that there's a lot of like elements to score. But to be honest, I think this year's challenge is pretty streamlined in a way and that you're basically doing the same thing for the entirety of the match except the ducks in endgame right so like the first like two minutes or so like including autonomous you're just cycling freight onto your hubs right and that's the only thing you ever really do and in that sense like if you get your central subsystem stuff ready you could probably automate the whole thing and just run like a two minute autonomous period and maybe do semi-decent right um i think in the past there's a lot more like variation in what you have to do like autonomous has like very little forward ability to like what you do in teleop end game the same but like this year i think end game is fine but like other than that i think just from pure like what you had to do during a match it's really pretty not that complex if that makes sense okay yeah kind of adding on to what eric said in the past um alliance partners would have something like pretty similar for example in the skystone season um in my experience both alliance uh, like both teams on an alliance would work on stacking stones onto a plate called the foundation but this year since there are two hubs it's pretty uh, easy to say well one team's going to work on one hub and the other team's going to work on the other hub so there's more like coordination that way all right so um julie were you going to say something no okay all right so anyway um about like this game right like it's a little bit i guess there's more elements to it there's a lot i guess more things that your robot can do so like how has like i guess covid impacted like you guys building this robot for that like did you have to like spread out your meetings or like 
do anything else and like how has COVID impacted your team in general? Yeah, since I kind of like manage how our schedule works for mechanical and, and programming stuff, I want to say overall this year hasn't been all that bad. I don't see it being too different from how meetings were before COVID was a thing. I think really last year's ultimate goal season, that was the one that was really heavily impacted because like genuinely you weren't supposed to really be out of your house, right? Yeah. This year, obviously there's still a concern of COVID, but like for the most part, getting together and meet as long as it's like in an open or outside area, it didn't feel that bad, right? We're all going to school and like that's like 20 times more like social contact with people than what we're doing in our meeting, right? Um, for like most part, um, when omicron got like bad again we kind of went back to virtual for the most part but like mech would just meet like twice a week or something to get together it would be like three or four of us putting together everything um but i think overall right it was felt pretty natural um i obviously it was a concern in the back of your head but it wasn't something that was like oh this is going to get in our way as much um we we're like okay we plan out our timeline we go by the timeline and we get stuff done by the timeline hopefully right mm -hmm. i don't think covid played a huge impact towards the whole thing right. i think it's funny how you said omnicron <laughs> but I also think... uh also i think it's also really good that our team started during covid so we weren't as like negatively impacted as some other teams may have been like i've heard like horror stories of frc teams having like lost all their members or maybe not all their members but just like losing a significant number of members and then like having a ton of rookies that they have to train and fortunately our team just didn't really have to go through that because we started afterwards okay all right um so yeah moving on you guys recently hosted the um wti the washington tech invitational so like what what is it first of all and then second of all why did you guys decide to host it Julia do you want to take this question oh go ahead um okay so it's basically we were trying to do like an off-season event where we could invite a lot of teams from the pacific northwest to host it's like basically a scrimmage and i'm pretty sure we had like 20 teams come it was a lot and i think some teams came from like oregon too um, and we basically hosted this in order to like uh, meet more teams and have everyone try <laughs> and have everyone um, just like, you know, just like meet each other and get to know each other. It was a really good experience. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think what really hit us hard this year is just like first redid their like slot system to like advance into higher um, qualification matches. Um, so like from our regional competition or interleagues, as you will call them, um, every a regional thing had like four slots into world uh, into state instead of like the old um like seven or eight or something right and then out of state there's only two teams that make it to worlds instead of the usual seven so like it was pretty hard hitting in a lot of ways so like teams didn't really have the opportunity to progress like there was a lot, a lot less opportunity for teams to progress and meet each other and like compete each other unfortunately i feel like a lot of teams had their seasons cut pretty short because of the new advancement um, policies so like just having this off-season event that was as official as probably could be like we had one of the head reps in the state come ref the event right and having that opportunity for people to really go through something that's similar to what the state championships probably would have looked like um beforehand so we could all like compete and like need to meet to each other like julia mentioned and have fun together all right so um very noble cause <laughs> and it's it it pretty cool so like how how did it go um any cool stories 
For me, I think that was an amazing experience. Personally, I've never hosted a scrimmage this big. Being able to meet uh, teams that weren't from our area, for example, like Oregon, and I think we got one from Canada as well. Um, oh, no. Oh, right. <laughs> um, okay, never mind. <laughs> Um, I think it was like a great experience to like talk to them about their outreach and kind of learn from them. Yeah, and I was yeah, also... Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I was, so that was for me, I, like since I've been in FPC for a while, it's, it's cool to see teams I haven't seen in like several years because like because of like how the leagues and her leagues work, I just like never had a chance to interact th with these teams. So it was cool to be able to invite all these people and just like see their robot and have like everyone play together. Okay. Yeah. And I was also able to meet like a lot of people from the Interlake robotics team and I got to like other discords and get to know each other. And it was also really interesting that way too. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, I think overall regarding how it went just from like an outside perspective, I got a lot of like positive feedback from people. I think people really enjoyed having this opportunity and that's why like we're potentially thinking about like doing some more in the future, right? Whether that be just this year alone or just one every year at the very bare minimum but i think like everyone mutually agreed that it was really really fun it was really competitive right because a lot of the uh, more competitive teams from the state got to come together in a really um how to say it it's yeah, just like the pacific northwest in general yeah, yeah. i mean like yeah. yeah okay but like it was just like a very competitive environment but also wasn't like super super stressful in the sense that it wasn't like something that mattered for like whether your season ends or not right so it's like fun in that way and then again just meeting people i don't know everyone just had a very good time which was really really rewarding to hear all right so who won who won this competitive event everybody won, everybody <laughs> like, yeah. won. well we had Yay. like alliance selections in a limb so at the end it's right. like an alliance of three teams won which is yeah. just yeah. how ftc works yeah, so the people who won were, uh, I think the captain was Techno Totes, which is a team from Sumerimich High School. And the second place is Sushi Squad. Uh, not sorry. First no, I think Sushi Squad was the captain. Was it? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Okay, Sushi Squad was the captain. And then their uh, Redmond based community team. And then Techno Totes was first pick, the Sumerimich team. And then third uh, the second pick was Jankbots, which is a team out of Cedar Crest High School. So, yeah. All right. Sounds good. So were, were there any funny stories that happened during the competition or anything that you guys want to share? Uh, funny story. Um, the stream setup was not the best. <laughs> I think we got made fun of this a lot. Um, because one, the cameras were positioned in a not great way. Um, yeah. Basically, the refs and stuff would like block the camera and no one could see anything. So sad. people weren't super happy about that because it was like a, an event that was really hyped up and a lot of people were like really excited to watch it. And that happening wasn't the best. And then also <laughs> the stream overlay was not the best also. And that didn't get a lot of uh let's say kind words right so like oh <laughs> uh, I, I guess like that's probably my biggest funny story is just like that wasn't as good as it could have been and it's also like a feedback piece for like next time hopefully that's something we really pay more attention to to make better but yeah i think oh uh, beside that i don't know if there was anything super funny or like oh, okay okay so like what was the hardest part about setting everything up Was it just getting Interlake to accept getting that many people in there? Did that pose any challenges or 
no actually i thought the entire process to be honest was pretty smooth really um, okay interlake hosted the fll <laughs> qualifiers the week no like a few weeks before we yeah. basically just resubmitted the exact same form right oh okay um, and then interlake was like yeah we already signed off on this once we will do it again um okay. i was like actually in the asb meeting when they did that i'm pretty <laughs> cool. they're like okay sure that's fine um <laughs> Yeah, and then I think overall the the uh, Interlake mentors and students, as well as our mentors and students, we just I thought the whole process was really smooth, right? We just like met twice every week, more or less, and just talked about oh, how's this coming along, how's that coming along, and every step along the way went really well. Teams signed up without us really having to ask anyone to, so like that was really, really nice to like not worry that about not having enough teams, and then on top of that, just. Um, obviously we had to wake up a little earlier day of to set up and then to clean up and stuff like that. Right. So that was a little tiring, but I think overall the process went really, really smoothly, which is really good to see. That's nice. A possible exception was just like the concern over Omicron because when we were planning it, that was when like the cases were spiking and then mm. we're like, what if like they don't let us host this? So that was like, I guess a concerning, but then it all turned out at the end. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. That's nice. So. I guess it went really smooth. I I really thought that like the school would like fight you guys or like put a lot of uh, um, like restrictions on what you can do or not do. But I guess they supported it, which is really great. Nice. So, is there anything else you guys want to share about um, your experience with WTI? Like, what are you guys going to do next time, other than make the stream better? <laughs> Well, as for scrimmages, we are planning on hosting one this season for newer teams just so that they can have a chance to play against other teams in the area because typically like newer teams and rookie teams like have like even less advancement so they don't get a chance to like play with other teams. So we want to do that and also just like teach them how FTC works and hopefully they can be more successful in the future, years to come. And obviously we want to hopefully make WTI an annual event. And then that'd be really fun to have teams across the Pacific Northwest gather annually and just like play without like a lot, a lot of stress. Yeah. I hope COVID clears up even more so that we can actually have Canada teams come down. I know we reached out to a few and they really wanted to, but they weren't like allowed to. So I think that's another thing that we're really looking forward to in the future. And yeah, I don't know, just making, adding more components to it to make it even more fun and more like helpful and more meaningful for teams to attend. All right, sweet. So speaking about success and competition, you guys, you guys made it to Worlds. So how's that? How does it feel? I mean, it's really cool. It's like a really, I mean, personally, I have been to Worlds before. So I think like it's just a really amazing experience because you get to meet like students and teams from all over the world. Like I have my, my chance to like practice Chinese. Like I want like, it, it's like, you know, like there's like just so many teams and you can make friends from like California, like, you know, from all over the country and all over the world. And you meet so many different people. And it's a really cool and educational experience. Yeah. I mean, I, I, th- I obviously can't speak like Emma can because I haven't been to Worlds. We've qualified every year, but it just hasn't happened yet. So I'm really excited to like cling on to the hope that we're actually going this year. Um, but yeah, I think the social aspect of it is going to be really huge, talking with teams from all around the world. I told one of my friends um, that there's like teams from Romania coming, and he's going to teach me how to say I am a cucumber in Romanian. <laughs> so that's right. something that's coming down along the line. 
but I don't know, just like being able to see so many cool people from all around the world, their cool robots and how they like tackle this like engineering uh, challenge about this year's game, seeing all the cool outreach that they can do from all around the world and all of that, right? Just like really meeting the people and learning what they've done in the past and what they've done this year is just something I'm really excited to get into. Yeah, I definitely agree. I'm super excited to go to Worlds. It's going to be my first time. And I really want to talk to all the teams that's going to be there. Um, Everyone, there is probably an Inspire Word winner or like have a really high quality robot. And I just want to check out like how they were able to tackle the challenge and how they're able to inspire their community. Yeah, and like in addition to that, like the booths at Worlds look really nice. And I'm excited to see like every team's designs or how they're going to like get their team out there and like to meet all the people in their teams, which is going to be really interesting. Yeah, the booths at Worlds is just, there's so many as well. It's like amazing, know, yeah. like all the stalls and stuff. So it's like, uh, yeah, and a, a very fun thing to do. Last time I went to Worlds, I, I went pin collecting. I just went around grabbing as many pins as I can from every single team. So I I just have a, like a bucket full of like team. Emma, pins. don't you have like a huge? Yeah, I saw bucket. someone doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I have like a tote bag full of pins. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's what? so much fun to do. It's like, oh my god. And it's also kind of like you know you give them something in return. You know, I gave them my business card and then I you know took the pin. You know, <laughs> it, was, it was an equal trade, I'd say. It's like when you go to those like I don't know like fairs and then like, you go there and then you just want the free stuff and you like exactly, pretend to be yeah, engaged yeah, yeah. and then you take the stuff. No, but actually, it, you, I am <laughs> but, engaged. You should be yeah, engaged. Yeah, you're not because, being these teams. Yeah, you're not pretending to be engaged. Yeah, you are very engaged, and because it's like you see the really cool robot in the background, they're like they slap the top of it. Like this baby can fit seventeen balls inside of it, and it can shoot all of them from like half court and make yeah. it in. And you're like, oh my god, teach me. <laughs> and you, yeah. It's very cool, especially like meeting uh, like teams like from Turkey and like all that stuff. It's like, you know, it always gets me excited. I'm really like hoping that like our younger students will like take a lot from this experience and like be inspired to like continue learning and working harder in the future seasons. Yeah. Because once you make it once, you want to go back. So it's yeah. like you have to. So yeah, that's it's gonna be. I cannot wait for Worlds this year as well. Hopefully, we will make it as well as uh, FRC. But you know, time will tell. I thought the chairman's essay was pretty good. So. Oh, you know, what? yeah, chairman's. We're getting in. You know. Yes. Yes. Because of this podcast. Maybe. Oh, yeah, that too. That too. The podcast. You know, it's gonna get a Nobel Prize for the podcast right here. Like, also, I've heard, for, like, I've heard for FRC they have like like impact award now like what is yeah, that so all about this year's the last year for chairmen they're renaming it to impact okay. oh okay, okay okay nice all right i didn't know that thank you for letting me know that <laughs> <laughs> for disclosing this information so yeah do you guys have any other plans for the future like maybe like after worlds or anything well, I mean, before Worlds, right? Next week is our midwinter break. Oh, okay. We're doing basically all of our mech-related changes then. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of, like, software uh, refactoring and refining. And then just, like, do more drive practice, right? I think I'm going to probably invite some other teams from the state to just come out and, like, practice with us. And then along with that, just, like, have some fun and then work our way diligently towards the World Champs. And then right after that, we're going to start the whole cycle over again right? right recruitment training and then let's see how next season goes all right yeah so 
I know that I think uh, so. It's FTC is seven to twelve, right? Mm-hmm. So I think a couple. How many members are going to be leaving this year? Five. Five members. Yeah. Okay. That's quite sad. So <laughs> I guess uh, you guys have to find five new recruits. Is that how that works? Or maybe maybe more? not. It kind of depends. All right. Our team runs a little big. We have 13 people out of the 15, which okay. I feel like is a little much. So maybe next year we mm-hmm. don't get all five back. But all like, right. it depends on how good of candidates we can get, you know? Yeah, and like yes. sustainability is pretty important to our team. So we're already starting to train like our new co-captains, you know, two of which are here right now. Right. And hopefully like our recruiting process will go smoothly and we can continue like expanding our goals and like, you know, our outreach. And what's our motto again? Someone say it. <laughs> Reaching high, defining futures. Yeah, with a colon in between. Oh, a semicolon. Oh yeah, semicolon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Semicolon. Okay, you, we're using semicolons in mottos. Wow. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> we're getting quite fancy here. Oh my god. I had a three-part motto, and then Emma just removed the middle part and then replaced it with a semicolon. A semicolon says I mean, a we lot. change yeah. it if we want. No, no, no. A semicolon says a lot. It like it shows the kind of like class, you know. It's like I'm using a semicolon <laughs> right here. Kind of cool. What is what's our motto for Saints Robotics? What's our motto? I don't think I don't know if we have one. Yeah. Woof woof. We because uh... <laughs> we're Saints Robotics yes. from. In early high school. Okay. Exactly. Okay. That's pretty nice. So do you guys have any other, you guys, uh, do you have the event planned for the next time? Like you guys said you have uh, more events coming in the future. So are they like, you know, how far in the works are they? Yeah. I'm pretty sure we don't. Oh, Julia, you want to rapid fire through the whole list that we have? Dang, okay. There's a list. (laughs) 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 I'm pretty sure. Okay, we don't have like specific dates set, but we are working towards them, you know? Okay. But our Connected Professionals has a date set, right? Yes. On on the 28th of this month, we're going to have Xiaovin Zhu, who is like this lawyer for IP protection in like robotics, and he's going to talk about it in robotics and. I believe transportation. Yes. So it's interesting if you guys want to watch it. Yeah. Yes, we will definitely watch it. Let's find the list. Okay. You should Huge don't list of stuff. Oh, the catathon. Yeah. Okay. So um, towards the middle of March, we're hosting a catathon, which is basically um, a hackathon, but where t- people would do completely design. And we're like starting lots of planning for that and really excited to host it. All right. So like, uh, what's it called? I'm not really familiar with a catathon. So are you guys going to be using specific software to, um, I don't know, like make a robot or like make whatever a person wants to or just like teach skills? Or um, we are trying. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, we're probably going to have some some kind of like workshops leading up to it, just that people with little to no experience can also have a chance to participate. And then we'll probably have like a variety of like themes and most of them won't be robotics related just because we want like more students to be able to participate, not just ones who are involved in like first in robotics. So, for example, like a potential theme could be like, I don't know, design like the best like water bottle for like boba or something like that. Wait, and then, I, that I, have, I have one <laughs> suggestion, right? Ask okay. them to design, like you know, you know, like a Pringle can. Oh my god! 
Yeah. So like when you put your hand inside a Pringle can, you can't go to the very bottom, right? Mm -hmm. So like yeah. a, a cool thing would be like designing a contraption to like, you know, either have it pop up while you're eating the Pringles or like, you know, just bring it up while you're, you know, eating the Pringles. I think that could like make millions of dollars as well as just like be a cool like cat design you know are we just having the whole world do our homework okay. for us this no, no. <laughs> eric stop talking <laughs> eric. is this your homework assignment <laughs> no uh it's not our homework assignment it might be a little bit but it would be a very cool uh thing to do for the cad preferably do it soon yeah mm -hmm. yeah sooner than later you know yeah. <laughs> like, like early march you know early march uh maybe like this week it would be very nice if you were able to do it before the break ends you know have a couple people work on that it'd be very helpful for you know pringles as a company yeah that's that's one of my things that i think you guys should do that's very important all right we'll All remember right. that good 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 <laughs> so yeah um anything else do you guys want to talk about don't think so no that's yeah. unfortunate anyway um I think, I think we talked about a lot of cool things we started with ftc ended with pringle cans it's pretty cool uh but yeah, I'm really looking forward to the catathon and all the other things you guys have, you know, in the works. And I can't wait to see that. And I want to attend every single event or as many as I can, at least. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. So if you guys um, want to be part of this podcast for the people listening, go to Robotics Simple Podcast at saintsrobotics.com and send us an email there. And if you guys want to buy our cool merch or listen to our or find other things about our robotics team, just go to saintsrobotics.com. And you'll have a link to our merch there too. So, yeah. So to end our podcast, we do the three, two, one robotics break thing. So it's gonna be as amazing as the intro sounded. I, I so, might be even better. Might be. It's gonna be wait, even wait, do we better. Clap? We have to I clap think we have as to. well. Oh, okay, it's okay. it's it's required. Okay. It's part of the ritual. Yeah. If you don't clap, we have to do the entire podcast again. So everyone, get ready. All right. Okay. Yes. All right. Three, two, one. Robotics, Robotics break! break. break. Woo. Yay! Woo. Yay! Right. Thank you to Nikia, thank you for Saints for hosting us. It was really, really thank fun. You. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It was very interesting.
Alrighty. Alright. And please, if you guys can do that Pringle thing real fast, that, that'd be very helpful. <laughs> we'll try. Alright, thank you, thank you. What is, cost is he still for? here? It's for design tech. It's very nice. Wait, is Tamg still here? It should be, unless he fell asleep. He does that sometimes. Why are you just watching Valorant clips again? <laughs> the probably is, man. Uh, yeah, Someone seems like yeah. Should we ping him? What is this? Hi, are you still here? I think I'm going to go now. Have a nice rest of your day, and thank you for right. hosting us. Thank you. Bye, Nikhil. Much love Bye. to you. Tamjid, are you here, bro? Yeah.